That was quite the sound that just came out of your body. It came directly from my lungs. Your my lungs? lungs have been feeling it since you. I, I said for a, a long time that you couldn't hang, and you're back, and you have come full fucking force. Full fucking force. <laughs> so maybe even a little bit more. It's I've may. <laughs> so that that was a true honest wheeze. That's what came out of me. My lungs have been was, pretty. I was kind of hoping for it, so I kind of pushed. A little harder, hoping it, it would happen. Like there was a strain going on. No, I wasn't. I mean, it's not like I can say, "Hey, Wheeze, Wheezy, come back to life and Wheezy make sound." Wheezy was the Jeffersons, right? Yes. I was talking about the Jeffersons today to Mel. He doesn't know what the hell it is. Of course, he doesn't. It drove me crazy. How old is he again? Like twenty-seven? I nine is what it feels like. Yeah, uh, I'm thirty-five, right? Correct. He is twenty-five. Okay. He should know what the Jeffersons are. Ten years? He doesn't. He knew who Sherman Hemsley was after I showed him a picture. He seems to know things. Like, more things than I thought. So I'm surprised that he doesn't know. He's got to see things. He's not like you or I. And I am nowhere near you where we know things like... Oh, just like useless entertainment facts? like Abe Vigoda and Sherman Hemsley. Most people our age... Think of like 90% of the people we went to high school with. They don't know who the fuck Sherman Hemsley is when you just say his name. Maybe not by name, but that's also because we grew up in southern Indiana yeah, yeah. and went to school with a lot of fucking farmers. They don't, they don't know who. Who's that guy that I always ask that has three names? John Carroll Lynch? They don't know John Carroll is Lynch. That the, is that even the right person? Who? It's who I was the trying to talk about. three-named person? Oh, yeah. It's always John Carroll Lynch. Is it? Because there are other there are other three. It's always the one I can never remember. Well, I can never remember any of them. What's another three name? Thomas Jefferson Franklin. Does that work? Yes. Ah, Thomas Jefferson Franklin. He invented the Electric Declaration of Independence. It was a tablet. Yes, and (laughs) I can do the wheeze too. So welcome to the podcast. My name is Michelle. I'm Sam. And this is Couple of Critics Podcast. Welcome. And what we do here. Is <laughs> go into a microphone. God, this is horrible. You do have a fucking wheeze heavy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wish Sherman Hemsley would marry me. So we, you know, dead. Um, this is a you want re- Sherman Deadsley? <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I want him to move on up into my panties. By the way, R.I.P. Daddy Van Halen. Oh yeah. Is that too soon? Too soon. No, you can rest in peace immediately. Let's say this. <laughs> That's what. <you laughs> I think because this, this, as soon as you hear that someone died, you say, "Ah, this person." R.I.P. So you, it's rest in peace isn't negative. That's not too soon. No, I don't think so. If you want to talk about him deteriorating in the ground, even though I assume he would be burned. I don't know if you're doing a bit right now. 
I'm not. You didn't hear me say Daddy Van Halen? Of course I did. Okay. That's just how we talk, so I I, I I didn't realize that was a bit that I was supposed that something I, was happening. I thought you were doing a bit like the shocking thing was that I said rest in peace. <clears throat> yeah, that is. So it was a bit. You 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 should be an actress. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. My God, the the believability. Now, what do we do here, Michelle? Is what you were talking about, and then you did something wheezy again. So, what we are here is we're a review podcast, and we share media with each other, and we review it. We answer questions at the end. We give a lot of opinions, and we also just chit chat about ourselves and our opinions and our lives. And once again, they are. Only opinions. We are not the definitive uh, rule. We have zero credibility. And we are often wrong about facts. Yeah, and we're also... We have zero uh, intelligence. Yeah. It's zero intelligence. Please keep listening. So keep on listening. Don't it's worth it. Stop. Just hear you us Call up your grandma and wheeze. Call up your grandma. Call up your grandpa. Say, hey, nice tits. That's, what, that's how you would speak to your grandmother? That's how I speak to my grandfather. <laughs> God damn, that was gold. Okay, so uh, we listened to an album that I provided us with. And I do want to say, so this this is an interesting thing because it is, it's technically a soundtrack to a movie, but it is considered Curtis Mayfield's third actual album how many people have done that like who's because normally it, it seems like they just say the like the soundtrack done by elton john or whatever yeah it's not released as like a separate as a specific I, album because i've never seen the movie superfly i've never seen the movie superfly since the album is superfly yeah by curtis mayfield oh, sorry for i didn't realize you hadn't said that but i've listened no, to this album I many times superfly. so it's it's weird to know. I, know I said Curtis. It's weird to know the soundtrack to something, way more. I did that with uh, Stand by Me. Oh really? But they were also just classic songs. It was just a collection of classic songs. But for me, I mean, I, I knew a good handful of these songs from listening to different radio stations and such. Yeah, and st- I thought about this. And Stand by Me, that's a mainstream movie. You had access to that to the whole time. You're not finding fucking Superfly at Peggy's video. Not not a black exploitation. By the fucking miniature golf. No. No. No, not to my knowledge. Can we please talk about Peggy's video's miniature golf? You played it, right? You went there, right? Yeah. My my dad liked it a lot because he enjoys golf and he's decent at it. Your dad's good at golf. He's, I mean, he's decent. He would probably dispute that, but he at least enjoys it. He goes... All right, I'm calling it right here on the podcast. Jim, I know you listen. When it warms back up, we are fucking going golfing. I suggested this years ago. Yeah, but I was probably drunk, right? (laughs) No, I think you liked the idea of it. Well, I like it again. Jim, we're doing it. Going to go golfing. But yeah, so he would always do that putt-putt thing. We would spin like... We would go to Peggy's video and we would be there for like 20 to 30 minute, minutes. It wouldn't just be like an in and out sort of thing. It was a, it was a, it was a thing. It was like you spent time there for a while really looking through things, doing the little putt putt thing and it was just one 
it wasn't like a putt putt thing like it wasn't putt putt it was just like one hole but it was like the whole like front yeah it was awesome of the building that you just stood sideways and it ran the length it ran to the other wall but it was i mean it was a raised platform yeah it was blue the wood was that held it up of course they had the green fake grass of course astroturf uh, and the the balls were just hanging out there, and the club was just there. It wasn't like you had to go behind. No, you didn't have to pay ask. anything. You just fucking played golf. It was just like a complimentary thing to have, man. Awesome. M- movie uh, rental places. There was just That's nothing wild. like them. I don't miss certain things because of technology, you know, and being able to order stuff in and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. I definitely miss going to a video rental store and having to like. Look at the box for the nineteenth time you've you've been there, and you always look at this one. Am I going to rent Ginger Dead Man this time? That's the <laughs> thing you have, and I don't know if I have specific stories, but I do. I can picture myself, like I remember the Blockbuster Video layout because we were there almost every weekend. Oh yeah, I can see it in my head right now, and, and then the second version, I can see every version in my head. <laughs> they moved everything around. Sorry, that was a tangent. Dumb tangent, but. Uh, just, I mean, I personally have zero memories, I think, of um, of ordering something like streaming-wise. No. Like, if things are just so fast and, and things are too easy that you don't really have to work for it. So it doesn't really burn into your brain as much. That's cool. exactly what I was going to ask if you thought that it affected your like, retaining of the actual story. I think all of it did because Peggy's video was really simple. But, like, I remember that, and they definitely, Peggy's video had a little room that I was not allowed to go in, (laughs) but I definitely stood there right at the fucking curtain, because it was those beaded curtains that you can see right through, Uh but I just, you know, I'd look in and make it look like I wasn't looking in. I'm just looking at the horror movies. That's what was right next to it. I was looking at the, uh... The thing that seemed so taboo. <laughs> Breasts on a box. <laughs> Just, I mean, sex that you that was accessible. Because it was, you know, for me it was the Lord. Oh, yeah. You obey the Lord. Yeah. And if you masturbate, you pray to the Lord and ask <laughs> for forgiveness. <laughs> God damn it. So Speaking it, of Jim, do you think he ever frequented the, the room when you guys with, weren't around? Probably. Why not? <laughs> he was an adult man, and like we were just talking about, things weren't as accessible. No. So that's why they had to have those rooms for people. And I mean, think about the, the people who only rented those movies, who who had a membership but never rented a normal movie that they, they came in, they went straight to that room. They got what they wanted. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then they were the people who'd be like, I've seen everything you have back there. <laughs> yeah, or, when are you going to get more? Or they just keep coming back for this one. And it's still not in. Like, there's one video that everybody rents all the time. <laughs> or they don't say anything because they're so fucking weird. They just look and they stare and then they get mad and like tremble a little bit and then walk out. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about the beaded curtains on the porn room, right? Yes. Do you remember then they went to a black door? No. They went to a big black door 
And was I'm, his name Patrice? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have been told that my mom is responsible for that door. Like she was so embarrassed about the material and thought it was unsavory. And you were she... also always next to it, looking in, pretending oh, to look at horror movies. Of course. She was protecting you, Sam. So, so the door gets put in, right? Okay. We're at Peggy's video. Doors in. I didn't even know my mom did any of this, you know, until much, much later. Did she tell you? No, I heard this through the grapevine. And now that I brought it up, next you time I see her, I am her. going to ask her if she had anything with <laughs> the installing of a porn door. <laughs> Did uh, one netta. Uh, <laughs> I'm writing right this down as a note. Good idea. Good idea. Put door on porn room. <laughs> on porn room. Are you gonna write Peggy's video too? You think you to need that much? Protect her boy. <laughs> at Peggy's video. So we're at Peggy's video. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting movies and we're walking up to the counter, right? Remember that door was right next to the counter. Yes. There was not much to remember. It was one big open yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was... But I can still see the racks exactly how they were. I know where the video games were. Remember, you used to be able to rent video games. You still can, though, through the Redbox stuff. They have, like, game. Because they had, like, not... You can well... rent video game systems. Yeah. Like, can I rent the Nintendo for this weekend? But, like, weekend? GameStop. And, like, they had actual, like... I think Netflix, you may have been able to get games out. Not Netflix. There was something that you could. It was Blockbuster because they tried to do the Netflix thing Yeah, there's a, there, before they went out. There is a company that does it, but now it's all streaming. You can get everything on streaming pretty much unless it requires a disc. But everybody just does it Redbox. But anyway, we're standing there. That porn door opens. And who walks out? Take one guess. You're talking about awkward oh. guy who's going to shake. Oh, I know. Who is it? I, 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 I can just feel that it was Rob. Yeah. <laughs> it was Rob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the look on his face when I am standing there with my mom, and we all know what that room is. Every, oh, yeah. The look of shame. But he didn't, like, backtrack. I mean, he rented the videos. I mean, if you're in that deep, I've already been seen. Who cares? But he probably knew, in hindsight, he probably knew my mom had something to do with that porn door getting put in. That makes it so much more awkward because then you have to like, I don't know. Because you can be seen in there and instead of just opening a door and it being more like, here I am. Yeah. And yeah, yeah like yeah. walking they out. Like it pe- makes it more shameful. They should have put a peephole so you can see and look <laughs> if there's anybody out there. <laughs> That you might not want to run into. The room is like packed full of men. Hello, father. And each one is just coming every five minutes while we're releasing man. Okay, so. I wanted to say this. It was Rob Ernie, as everybody knows. Oh, you threw the last name. (laughs) We talked about it before. It's Mr. Ow, when Scarlett Johansson came on the screen. Ow, yeah, but that's why I just said Rob. To finish the Peggy's video thing, then they took out the porn room. And they made that the horror section. They got rid of all the fucking porn. So by the end of my Peggy's video career, you couldn't get. I porn was in that back door, but I was getting horror. I had to get my boobs through slashers. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. There's always sex and tits Usually. in those movies, and you're still probably jerking off in that back room. Yeah, I was jerking off in the back room of Peggy's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Watch this, Peg." Who <laughs> come was here, Peggy? come here and peg me? Okay, so we, 
As I said earlier, briefly, we reviewed an album by Curtis Mayfield called Superfly. Fuck yeah. It is also a soundtrack. Neither one of us have seen the movie. No. But we are both very familiar with the album. Yes. And one thing that some people might not know... Uh, do a little history here. I might sneeze, but I might not. Is that the history that you might mm. sneeze? No. That's technically the future. No. I mean, once it happens, I guess it will be God. written down in history. Okay, Sam. I was trying to cover so you could sneeze. No, it's fine. Okay. I would. <laughs> I talked myself out of it. Okay. Right. So, Curtis Mayfield, a lot of people probably don't know who he is by name. Um, and you might not even know who he is when we play this album. I imagine you should, what a though. shame. That'd be crazy. But Curtis Mayfield originated in the group The Impressions. Did you know this, Sam? Uh, I knew he originated in a group, but I couldn't have told you the name. Well, I would like to play uh, I, the most popular song by The Impressions that, in case no one realized, this is... Oh. Including Curtis Mayfield. Is this too loud? Is this okay? No, it's fine. He was the, was he the main singer in the impressions? Yeah, you'll hear it as soon as he starts oh, right here. Be like, oh, yeah, that's Curtis. Say it's all right. It's all right. Say it's all right. Definitely, it's all right. definitely Curtis Mayfield. It's all right. Have a good time. And my favorite song, <clears throat> Mighty Mighty Spade and Whitey. Oh, yeah, I know this song. It's the same band, which is interesting. Same band as in... I mean, it was it's still the impressions. Okay. They just changed their sound, as a lot of people did. It's just interesting that they all start with that, like, real bubblegum, yeah. like... And then by the end of their careers, I mean, with the band, they're talking about social issues and... They get older and then they get more of a voice, like they have more control mm-hmm. of their own art. Your black and white power. Of course. If you would have played this for me, I would have said, that sounds like Curtis Mayfield. I played this around you, but you just never made the connection, I suppose. I also wasn't sitting around thinking like, is this the band Curtis Mayfield? I probably was just like, yep, this is Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, well, that's uh, the impression that I got. Mighty, mighty Boston's in it, huh? No, the impressions. Oh, even better. I That went right over my head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, it's okay. Meow. That's all right. So I say that there aren't a lot of, there are only nine tracks to this album, but uh, I say we go ahead and get this going. Let's rock and or funk. Let's get started with Little Child Running Wild. Again, this was Curtis Mayfield's third studio album. It came out in July of 1972. 72. Okay. And it was the soundtrack for, again, the black exploitation film, also with the same name of Superfly. This Such. is, oh, I'm okay. sorry. This uh. is just widely considered one of the classic, like, funk and soul albums, as it should. I guess it was like a really fast hit for Curtis. It was. It's his most popular album of his career. Makes sense to me because this album has murders. Is, huh? It murders. This album murders. Oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say. Let me fucking talk. <laughs> now you know what it feels like. No. Please continue. No. Carry on. Podcast Sam. is over. I'm hitting stops. 
I've been wanting to stop this podcast for a while. I said, why don't we make episode 101 our last one? Why are you talking to the microphone? I stopped the fucking podcast. Okay, I turned it back on. God, you're uh, so funny. I was going to say no. i just trying to fill time. Um, the sounds on this album hit. Like, they make me feel at home. The way the bongos sound, the way the congas sound. On the, the streets. Everything, it's just... Yeah, on the street. It's just like this warm feeling it gives me. It all sounds so clean and so good, but it still sounds like dirty and raw. I think warm is a good explanation. I love it. I love Curtis Mayfield. Did you look into the death of Curtis Mayfield? I did. We're going to talk about that as well. Horrifying. It's bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's bad. Poor guy. Yeah, Curtis Mayfield is not still with us and has not been for some time. We can talk about it when the song's over. Listen to this sultry sax. Most of the time, saxophones sound like real cheesy to me, but mm-hmm. this sounds just like soulful. And, like, I almost feel like I'm in New York sometimes. <laughs> it does have that city feel. I can see a sewer grate with steam coming out of it. I think it very... I don't... I mean, I'm assuming that it's just from what I've seen in my past and in media, but it very well, I think it's very good at painting a picture of a city landscape and someone living, you know, kind of a difficult life. And I guess the the movie is about dealing drugs and someone like doing their last run before like getting out of the biz. I always thought it was like a detective thing like Shaft. I did too. Let me be. I've been listening to this record. I think since I was like 18 years old. Like a lot of my funk and soul, like I was into it before, but I never listened to it regularly. And then I listened to more of it regularly while with you. Yeah. Like on my own. Yeah. But I have listened I'm to this sorry. on my own for a very long time. I mean, you were. That's a, I knew the song like Superfly and stuff. But I think it may have been you who really introduced this album to me as an album. Yeah. Nice. It's got fucking bangers on it the whole time. Like with how I have always just been more of a radio listener and hearing things on shuffle that I I was probably listening to the impressions before I ever listened to this album which I mean chronologically it makes sense but not when I not when I'm an adult I've always felt like this album has a real non-conventional way of structuring the songs I can never a lot of them, I can't tell you what the verse is. I can't tell you what the chorus is. It's just like one constant flow of, I don't know. I, I wonder how this was recorded. Like, I wonder how much of the story was known. Like, did he watch the movie and then write the soundtrack? I don't know. It's a good point. Because the the music, it's very moody, I think. Like, And I wonder how much of it, because it is a soundtrack... You get these, like, instrumental breaks that seem like... God, what am I trying to think? So, 
it's like how a movie soundtrack you can have like a contemporary type soundtrack or you can have like the original scores from the movie which sound more like this yeah i know you you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah so this almost has like it's almost like those two combined it is you're right so it, it it seems to be guided by something other than conventional song structure sometimes like that song yeah you that's that was incredibly insightful since I know this album so well. Like that was Well, and I'm not bingo. even I'm just wondering. No, like, but I think you're right. Like I think that's why it doesn't fit a conventional song structure. I mean, some of them do cuz there are singles and hits off of this. Yeah. Yeah, like Superfly, I can tell what the verses and the choruses are, but But something like something that like is like a little that more song was free way flowing. More free, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it sounds free flowing, but obviously it's probably more structured to fit where they wanted it to be in the movie, maybe? Maybe. But again, I've never seen the movie. I don't know how much of the songs they use. I don't know. And they're probably not using the sections where he's singing. And I know there is instrumental versions of, I think, every song of this that you can find. So Makes sense. It'd be interesting to know if there's any of the lyrics in the movie. If anybody has seen it, well, I guess you can let me know. I, let Michelle know. I'm tell assuming me. that no one listening to this has seen Superfly. I would love to be proven wrong. Wouldn't it be great if it's my dad? If my dad's the one person who's like, I've, I'm, I'm actually the person <laughs> who's who has seen I go to the Superfly. Superfly Festival every year. They had to cancel it this year. I'm pissed. It's crazy that my dad, it, it turns out that he does. I mean, he has such a wide range of music that he likes anyway. But the... Like when he actually finally started listening to the podcast and I got a comment on a post that we had put up after we had done the episode of um, the Gap Band. Okay. And he had talked about how he and his wife went and saw Charlie Wilson, the lead singer, in concert not that long ago. And it's like, oh, wow. Like it's interesting that I may not have gotten... Like, I, I mean, I'd say I got more musical taste from my dad than my mom, maybe. But I think that it makes sense because I obviously he didn't play the Gap Band around me, I don't think. But I think I have his same musical sensibility, I suppose, even though he's way more open to music than I am because he would get offended when my sister and I would talk shit. About Madonna? No, just about stuff that we didn't really know about. We just heard it once or this associated sucks. it with something else and we'd say it sucked and he'd be like, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I got another question about Jim. Okay. Bowling? Uh, Yeah. He took us bowling a lot when we were kids. That was one of the main like outings that we would do. Hell yeah. 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 Sam and Jimmy sitting <laughs> in a tree. G O L F I N G. Nice. Bam. B O W L I N G. Could have made it vulgar, but I saved it. Swish. Well, I don't. I assume you're not going to try and fuck my dad. Sitting in a tree. <laughs> okay. F U C K I N G. Okay, I don't like this anymore. Let's listen to the next song, oh, Jimmy, which is. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. It's okay. I'm a, I'm okay with you being attracted to my dad. Sit, it makes he, sense. He's sitting there like, you're not like this when you're in front of me. <laughs> yeah, we're barely in front of him. True. It's been a long time since I've seen my father. Oh, Jimmy. I don't. I wonder how afraid he is of COVID as well. 
petrified from what I heard. Okay. He messages me. What the fuck, man? You have a better relationship <laughs> with my dad than I do. I'm not okay with this. We're going to listen to the next song, which is surprisingly not a single, Pusher Man. What's interesting about this is that I don't know if you remember with NSG, we did this song. Yes, I do remember. At Randy's. And I did not change one word of this song. Yeah, because you're... I you sang know. it all word for word. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? That's something I'd be like, I didn't do that. <laughs> Because I was just singing a song. I wasn't being like, hey, you people. This yeah. bass line is the best. I also did more this blackface once. Jeez, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I also killed a man in front of a church. I think that's going to go over better than the two other things you said. <laughs> oh, you mean the one I made up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to this song because this bass line is kicking ass. The snare is fantastic. This snare is the fucking shit. It sounds so good. That guitar line. Am I just not turned up very loud? What do you mean? Or is this just not very loud you for want you? Your headphones up? A little bit, yeah. You got is that good? Headphones up. That's good. Thank you. Super cool, super mean, feeling good for the man. Super fly, can I stand? See what's He sounds so good, so creamy. Creamy, creamy is a good way. Uh, it's it's a horrible word. No, but it, it's the perfect it's word. It's like a milky, silky, satisfying hug of a liquid <laughs> sound. I love on, you. in your ears. Someone is blowing milk bubbles into your ears. Mm, milk That's, bubbles. Milk bubbles. Uh, I he he has like a high voice without sounding screechy at all. Falsetto. Yeah, but it's like a nice. It doesn't have like an edge to it. Some I'm gonna say a lot of people's falsetto has an edge to it. And it almost sounds like they're straining, maybe. Yeah, or even if they're not straining, it just seems like there's still just an it's like high end edge to it. His is just all like. <sighs> it's just that soothe, not soothe. It's it's the smooth like. Tone. He has a yeah. very. It's not crisp at all. It's the opposite of crisp. Yeah. It's like round. Uh huh. So good. And this guitar line. It's all it's good. Ass. This whole this song is incredible. I have not once thought about most and least favorite song. So I guess I gotta decide oh, yeah. that. <clears throat> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> and for you, yeah. What year did you say this came out? 72. 1972. July. You know, I wish I knew the answer to that question you asked about. If he watched this movie and then came up with stuff, or if he had some things in the works and just kind of organized it around the film, or... I mean, I would ask him, but what if there's an interview about it? Talk podcast. 
I'm trying to see if there's anything I can find that gives me any information. Gotta get mellow, y'all. Okay. You think he was like an all-around recording engineer kind of guy? You know, there's certain artists like Frank Zappa, who you obviously know was like really heavily involved in the recording techniques and everything. I feel like Curtis Mayfield would be the same way. Like, I've been doing this for a long time, fellas. I know what sound I want. It says he was the composer, vocals, guitar, and producer. Part of producer is knowing what sound you want. Maybe he just sat there and barked orders at an engineer. I wonder if he's the main guitar, because there's also someone named Craig McMullen who played guitar. But I don't know if who was lead guitar. I wonder if it was him. It kind of makes sense I've that seen the him riffs play might guitar. be him. Well, oh, have you? Yeah. I, I, I went feel on like this, I've seen many videos of him. Oh, I went on this big Curtis Mayfield kick, like right around when the Something Has Happened in My Brain Corpusite album came out. Yeah. I was going out to Jeff's house a lot oh, to master yeah. the album. I was really into Curtis Mayfield around then, and I was watching videos of him jamming on guitars, doing live videos. Then that that's when I remember reading about the untimely death, <laughs> which stuck with me. Yeah, so not to be, uh, you know, uh, depressing or anything, but I do. I did take a snapshot, <clears throat> a screenshot of this, so I can uh, let everyone know about the tragedy of Curtis Mayfield. This happened 18 years after this album came out, okay? So it says that he arrived... So 1990? Yes, 1990. He, uh, he arrived for a concert in Brooklyn for a sound check. I guess it was rainy. Uh, and really windy. It says high winds toppled a lighting rig. He was trapped underneath. His spine crushed in three places, paralyzing him from the neck down, which is <clears throat> horrifying. Uh, yeah. So he was wheelchair bound. He had little control over his body, um, but he still, it looks like he still um, he performed a little bit, but I know he recorded at least one song, maybe an album after all that happened. Yeah, New World Order was his last album. And he had to like take each line like half a sentence to a sentence at a time. He couldn't just do a whole verse. Well, I guess that he also began to deteriorate because he also had diabetes. Ooh. So <clears throat> even though he was already wheelchair bound, he still lost his right leg before he died in 1999. That's horrible. You go to play a concert. You're active. It's not like a tragedy in the way of like he ruined himself. It's not like a Sly, uh, Sly, uh, not Stallone, Sly. Uh, and the Family Stone. Yeah. It's it's not like he ruined himself. Sly he Stone. He was working. He was doing his thing. He was still doing it. Sound check. He was getting ready to play for the people. Yeah, and then boom. And he was crushed because the wind... Blew a lighting rig on top of him. I didn't imagine being the guy that hung the lighting rig. You'd feel fucking terrible. You'd feel responsible forever. Regardless, even if it wasn't your fault. Even if you did everything to spec and it was just some freak thing that happened that couldn't have been prevented. That you'd still you'd be like, still, did, I, could I have done something differently? I ruined Curtis Mayfield. I loved Superfly. I can't listen to it now. God. that Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Hi, Jerry Seinfeld. 
So he... That was pretty good. He was wheelchair-bound <laughs> for almost a decade before dying. Fuck. But yeah. Wait, so Poor he guy. was 2002 or te- 2010? Said it, he, it happened in 90, right? So 2000. Sorry. Yeah, he died in 99. In 99. December of 99. Right before... <sighs> He 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 couldn't. Cool. He didn't get to see what happened with Y two K. He, yeah, you're right. He didn't. He he died like December twenty sixth or something. Like it was right oh, before. Oh, so he had he had one last Christmas. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I'm sure he appreciated his presence. Santa Claus took his fucking leg. And then the devil took his fucking life. <laughs> the devil does that. I or think when you're dealing with fiddle. with a sweet man like Curtis Mayfield, I never heard anything about him being bad or anything i've never seen anything about his character at all we're talking curtis or are we talking we're Beelzebub? talking curtis <laughs> I've, I've heard some things about satan's character okay they're, they're a little unsavory we don't have to talk <laughs> don't about believe him. the lies fake news <laughs> oh, yeah. they're trying to say i said an apple i didn't said the apple we have the best apples they're good people on both they're sides good huh? people on both sides i'm sure <laughs> no no he was sure he was I'm going to go shove a pineapple up your ass now. Excuse me. And then I want you to pee on me. With the best pineapples. Get the pee tape. Fuck you, Barack Obama. Whoa, why he's talking like Donald Trump? Ah! Everything that he does is to be anti-Obama. I'm not going to eat anymore because Obama ate. And if I eat, <laughs> Wait, then so Wouldn't I'll... that be nice? You know, because he'd eventually... I don't, I don't want him dead. I want him in jail. <laughs> I want a swift kick in the pants all the way to Satan's a house. A swift kick in the pants. All right, Grandma. All the way to <laughs> Satan's house. Swift kick in the pants all the way to Grandma's house. A swift kick in the pants all the way to Grandma's house. Hi, 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 so we're going to listen to the next song. That song is the first single off of this album called Freddy's Dead. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, have you lined up to listen to the Nightmare on Elm Street part six, Freddy's Dead? Freddy's Dead? <laughs> and Freddy with a Y? I don't know. Because this is Freddy I.E. Ah, it probably is Freddy Why? Then. I think Freddy Krueger is a Y. I can't imagine Freddy Krueger oh, being an I.E. It is. It is. <laughs> he spelled... This one's like hoagie. What? Hoagie? <laughs> Actually, I've seen people spell hoagie with a Y and I.E. I would have said like Richie. <laughs> he went hoagie. I had a hoagie today. Really? What was in it? Of the steak fashion. When I make love into my hand From a gas station Isn't that your favorite? That's your go-to Because it's right next door And you just eat gas station sandwiches oh, all the time My favorite is just easy And there's three places to eat in that town That's not true Okay, literally six Yeah, that just doubled your options, bitch I was, you know, comedic effect Suddenly got really loud with this song, song. Well, I mean, I, I just put the sound back to where it was. Yeah, I, know. I, I think the sound is louder than the other songs. It is. <laughs> if you want to be a junkie, wow. Uh, I really like this song. 
but it's one that I can get kind of lost in. It's what do you mean? It's an example of one of those songs where I don't know where he's at in the song. I don't know what the verse is. I don't know what the chorus is. I don't know when things repeat. I really like it because I love that. How did I just know? Because it kicks ass. Because it's great. I don't know what sound it is. It's like some keyboard with this weird trumpet distortion effect on it, but I fucking really like it. It's a magical time. This says that, according to... Hey! You said what? it's a magical time. I wasn't finished with the sentence. Oh, I thought you were. Uh, Friday's Dead is being shown to me as the theme to Superfly. So it's saying that Superfly isn't the theme, that Freddy's Dead is technically the theme, unless that's part of the name. Unless the whole point of the movie is some guy named Freddy dying? Yeah, because he's supposed to get... He's supposed uh, to rob someone for drugs or something. And I, think, and, some, and I think Freddy dies. At base, when he oh, does that. Oh, it's so good. Right here. He's like, doo -doo 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 -doo. I don't see myself ever getting... Well, I mean, well, you said lost in the song. You didn't say tired of the song. No, not tired. I just can't ever tell you, like, here comes verse number three. I can do that with a lot of songs and a lot of music. I can be like, this is the bridge. Standard song structure. Uh, yeah, and I think it's exactly what you were saying with the... It's written like a score with lyrics on it. I mean, it's, it's how it's portrayed sometimes. I think it's a combination of the two. So it's an interesting flow. It is very interesting flow. From it's progressive. A good flow. Progressive, progressive, progressive. You want to hear my impression of progressive? I think that abortion should be legal. <laughs> I can't beat that. I'm not going to Mine was just going to be a work rant. That was way better than what I was going to do. I was going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I went in a different direction. Loved it. <laughs> Loved everything about it. I love a flute. We just watched. Sasha be fluting. We just watched uh, uh, Lizzo. Lizzie Armanto. What's her name? Lizzo. Oh, li she doesn't have a last name. She's just Lizzo. She's just Lizzo. Okay. I said Lizzie Armanto. Yeah, Sam has never actually seen her play the flute, so he. I've never seen her Sasha be fluting. He's never seen it, so I pulled up the Sasha be fluting Instagram page that she has. And uh, showed Sam some flute playing. Turns out she's tech she's actually a flautist. She's a flautist. <laughs> she sounded good. A flute played well in like funk songs and like rock and roll songs. Like you know, I love Jethro Tall. I don't know why the flute can turn people off real fucking quick, but for some reason, I'm fucking all about the flute. I mean, I think if you just even took this flute out, which, I mean, it may be questionable because I think it's a good flute line, but I don't know. I don't know if I can say that if you put it in a song that's worse, that it wouldn't sound as good. Or it would be the only thing that sounded good. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to put it in a Dying Fetus song. You'd probably be, Actually, if it was in a Dying Fetus that would song, be funny. you would say... My favorite part was the flute. Was the Curtis Mayfield <laughs> flute. So I 
want to play a song that I'm very familiar with that... So it's not Freddy's Dead from the Freddy Krueger soundtrack? No. Uh, there are a lot of songs that have sampled Curtis Mayfield songs oh, from this album. not surprised one bit. But there's one that I know. It is, it, it is from a soundtrack. Ah, um, soundtrack to soundtrack. Soundtrack to soundtrack. And this is a, a little song that is by Master P called Kenny's Dead. Oh, you're right. Wow. You know what I called this song? Change it. Skip. We got to ride tonight. My little homie Kenny died tonight. We got to ride tonight. My little homie Kenny died tonight. It's fun too. <laughs> Try to replicate. Play, let it play a little bit louder because I haven't heard this in a long time. And I listened to this album all the time that it was on. Uh-huh. You skipped this one and the P. Diddy song. Yes, anything that was just rapped. <laughs> it's not as bad as I remember. But I think it's because I know what hip-hop has become. And I'm very against that. But I'd be like, please, play Kenny. My little homie Kenny died tonight. Jesus I mean, Christ. Compared to a lot of things, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't. You wouldn't skip this. No. And I'd be like, hey, at least I get that Curtis Mayfield flute. Which I hear Lizzie Armanto played. Lizzie? She's Lizzie Armanto now? I said Lizzie Armanto every time. I didn't hear Lizzie. I heard Armanto. She's a real person. I heard Lizzo Armanto, I guess, is what I thought. (laughs) But now I do want to... I want to make a Photoshop of Lizzo on a skate ramp. It'll say Lizzo Armanto. Well, I am playing Junkie Chase, which is an instrumental song. It's less than two minutes long. It's probably a good way to uh, go to break, I would say. Oh, yeah. Great break song. So, I mean, we'll listen to it. But when the song is getting ready to end, we'll get out. But just a nice instrumental classic. Fucking shit. It's great. Real instruments. Interesting tones, different than things that you've heard before. That yeah, wah pedal guitar, love it. All those horns and that grand piano. Oh, I love horns. Truly, I do too. And I'm usually not always into instrumental songs. Like, it kind of depends. Like, if it's an instrumental song on a soundtrack, I would normally be into it, I guess. Yeah. But Junkie Case, I'm listening to this album. I, uh... I dig this song quite a bit for being an instrumental song. Fuck yeah. This feels like a chase scene. Like, on the well, streets. It's called Junkie Chase. I said Junkie Case. Oh, it's Junkie Chase? Yeah. So I was right. It's a chase scene. They're chasing down the junkie. It's Jackie Chan's junkie cousin, Junkie Chase. <laughs> what it makes Jackie no Chan sense. and Junkie Chase. I guess I should have. Uh, I didn't realize it was going to end the way that it did. Plus, we were talking, you know, about <laughs> stupid stuff. So I, I didn't officially take us out till break like it's supposed to do. But yeah, we're going to take a break. Listen to that smooth as shit. It's like a poop that comes out in one big giant. Bloop. 
Take out that tub of Curtis Mayfield butter and slather it on my toast. Yeah, give me that toast. That's not margarine. Gross. That's Curtis Mayfield butter. We'll be back. I want some of that Curtis Mayfield gravy. Gotta go dig him up. Bye. <laughs> I'll make gravy out of his bones. <laughs> This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by Looking for intense feelings of happiness? Are you tired of being able to tell the difference between buzz spikes and reality? Is money just burning a hole in your pocket? The solution to all of your problems is cocaine. Sure, it can cause lots of new problems for you, but it also helps you forget those and most everything else leading up to that. You don't want that pussy cut cocaine either. You want that pure Colombian snow that burns holes through your sinuses. Yeah, that kind. Get cocaine, now, tomorrow, and every day after that. Don't ever stop until you blow your head off. Hello everyone, welcome to the Elm Street Theater. Tonight we are proud to present the Fred Kruger Superfly Curtis Mayfield Failed Lighting Rig Music Extravaganza. Written by Fred Kruger, directed by Fred Kruger, produced by Fred Kruger, and starring Fred Kruger. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Fred Kruger! <laughs> That's what I said, bitch. What the man rapper boy and said he'd sing him home, but it's home as a road that he should have known. Oh, it's hard to understand. There was love in this man. I'm sure all would agree that his misery was his woman and things. Now Freddy's dead. That's what I said. Freddy's dead. Rock and roll, brother. Yeah! Here we go. There's a goat running in a hall. Fuck yeah, this song's at the end of Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Every time I've ever heard Freddy's Dead by Curtis Mayfield, horrors. Seen anything about Curtis Mayfield, I think of. Don't know that. Freddy's Dead. Did I watch this with you? I don't know. It has Roseanne in it. Do you remember Roseanne and Tom Arnold being in it? Yeah, I do. Okay, so go. I have seen this, and I think I remember that That's ending. I think I remember this, and when it happened, I think it made the Curtis Mayfield Freddy's Dead get in my head. <laughs> so it worked backwards for me. <laughs> Salute. It's awesome, though. They're Gazoon connected. type butthole. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say, but yeah. <laughs> so we're back. We are reviewing the album Superfly by Curtis Mayfield. I am Sam. Here I am. I am 
and it's my right, it's my left, it's all right. I am doing this song and I'm trying to sing. I'm your salmon man. Boom, 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 boom. She's like that. I did very much. It Sweet. was very Thanks good. Thanks for letting me do it. Thanks for indulging me in my stupidity. I can say the same for you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone else. Hey, shut up. For indulging us with our stupidity. And yeah. our clear, obvious, and, you know, in your face, marital bliss. Oh, uh, it's oozing through the speakers in your ears. I mean, we're... Your speakers? Is that what they call headphones? We're basically making love and you are listening. Because we hate fuck. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> it's called a grudge fuck. Um, no. It's pure hatred for me. Grudge fuck. All right. I'm not trying to, like, what? get at you. I'm not holding a... Come on, get at me. <laughs> Come on, hate fuck. <laughs> I thought we were. Just, com- just complain about everything you hate about me and take it out sexually. Break my penis off. <laughs> Oh, I'm allowed to do that? Break it off! And throw it in a field. Remember? This is so stupid. It's such a side tangent. But in uh, The Ladies' Man, when he's complaining about his penis, the he's like, man. talking about the movie, he's like, all this thing does is get me in trouble. I should just cut it off. No, you shouldn't. You're right. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking classic. It's, all, it's a throwaway joke. Nobody talks about it, but no. I love throwaway jokes in movies. They're just, no. I'm the only one that laughs at Nobody talks about the ladies' man. You're right. But us. Good movie. I think it's a fucking hysterical movie. Everybody always talks about how it was another one of the many SNL produced, or Lauren Michaels produced. Yeah. Uh, movies that flopped. I mean, I don't consider I mean, it, it that. It flopped financially. Well, I mean, that they think that people, that it wasn't good, I guess. Fuck, I liked Superstar. I watched that. I That's crazy to me that if the people thought that was bad as well. I like Superstar. Superstar. I liked its pat. Hey, look at your birthmark. It looks like poo. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the reason we're here, everyone. Curtis yeah. Mayfield. Super flizzle. Dead from a lighting rig. We're uh, all depressed. Yikes. But we're listening to his album. We're coming back, and I think it's a good way to come back because we're going to be filled with funk and emotion and good stuff. Here's Give Me Your Love, parenthetically, love song. All right. Give me Feel your love. It. Roll in. It feels smooth. Ugh. Guitar is great. Guitar is great. In general, yes, but really Drums great Drums is on also this. great. Drums is great. I like bass. I did say that was like a fucking caveman talking. Caveman say, I like bass. Caveman paint wall, bass go, boom. That made more sense. <coughs> Excuse me, COVID for everyone. Are you freaked out by... We've never talked about COVID to each other. Like, are you freaked out by it? I'm not, but I am. Because I feel like I've been living... Like, I wear my mask, and I socially distance, and I follow the rules. Um, I haven't been, like, hiding at home. Yeah. I've become more of a hermit over time in general. I feel like, for someone like me... I, I like that other people are also embracing that lifestyle. 
But I do like to go out to eat every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just read an article that said that people who are testing positive for COVID now are three times more likely to have dined out. Gotcha. And I don't want to have like permanent issues because I decided that I really wanted a margarita at a restaurant. Oh, the margarita gets you every time. It's so good. <laughs> oh, I used to get the margarita. I remember that. It's fucking delicious. I think I had my first margarita with you. Yeah, I think so. And you didn't like it at first, but you're like, it'll get me drunk. And I think I think you kind of learned to like it because it's lime-based and you don't like lime. Yeah, you're right. But I ended up getting like two of those big fuckers every time. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. That's like that's like $23, $24 right there. Uh, anything to get that booze in me. <laughs> I remember going to the mall with you one time. And you were like, I'm going to go in here real quick. I'll be back in a little bit. And we were right next to the, it was like a TGI Fridays. Yeah. And I was just like, I just looked around for like two seconds and I was like, fuck this. I'm going to that bar. And I went there and took like three shots and came back out. And I was just standing there and you weren't back yet. You came back up. And you were like, you ready? And I was just like, yep, let's go. <laughs> I think I remember you told me that you had done that. Yeah, I don't after think that one fact, was a but I don't secret. really remember. I, I, I've always been, I've never been someone to do that, but I wouldn't, I'm not saying get like three shots and down them, but just to like stop into a bar and have a drink it's and nice. then be on my way. I'm sure it is. I've just never done it. But I mean, I don't think downing three shots real, real fast. No, but you were driving. The, it makes the bartender and everyone that's at the bar look at you like, man, this, this guy's got a problem. <laughs> yeah, I need a triple shot, please, straight up. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't sell to me the triple shot, I remember. Oh, you like, have to, you get... have to buy three separate shots. And I was like, all right, then give me three separate shots. <laughs> and let's pick us up. <laughs> I got to get back out there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The one time I did stop at the Big Four on the way to uh, just to watch somebody have a band practice, and I ordered a triple shot, and the two old men looked at me, and I downed it in one gulp. I think and I remember the story. They were just like, we've never seen anything like that in our lives, and I was just like, yep, see you guys. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, I'm drinking whiskey now. Yeah, but you I chase aren't it. a fucking idiot. I don't do it and then drive somewhere. <laughs> like I said, you aren't a fucking idiot. But then I will have like a large margarita with my dinner and then drive home. But if I were to have like two margaritas. Well, you're not driving on that. I would never. And that's the thing. If I have three Long Islands at. No, you're not. You hand me the keys. I, I would hand you the keys. <laughs> I wouldn't maybe after two, but after three, I definitely would. I so, try to be responsible. I just realized we didn't talk about that song at all. What do you think of that <laughs> song? Uh, I think it's groovy. I don't. I wouldn't call it a throwaway song or anything. I think it's. Um, I think it's appropriate. It doesn't stand out in any way. But no, I don't it's, think it's, it's a bad song. It's not a highlight song. Exact. It's the exact same way I feel. Where I'm not. When I think of this album, I don't think of. No, but I think a, I think his voice I is really it. smooth in it. Oh, it's I still love it. I love yeah. I think singing it's, that. Give me your love. I think it's a good showcase of yeah. his vocals. God damn, Curtis Mayfield was so fucking good. Yeah, I have a hard time 
I'm gonna have a hard time picking a least favorite song as far right. as I knew. Now, what believe. was that song called? For no related reason. Give me your love. Okay. Give me your love. Give me your love. I can say it love. three times, four times. No, it's give me your love. Parenthetically, love song. Okay. Now, there's no reason I asked, but move along. Okay. The next song is called Eddie. You should know better. We should actually talk about this song. Why should we talk about this song? Because, because we we're on a podcast about talking this. Because oh. we're a review podcast and we didn't even talk about the last song. I thought song. you had like something to actually like. You actually know Eddie. <laughs> so far, this starts out kind of lackluster. I don't think so. I think it's. Well, I, I think here it picked up, but right in the beginning, I didn't think it was a very strong intro. I have to disagree. Um. The rim clicks on this, the stick clicks, mm-hmm. so fucking good. The hi hat is perfectly mixed in. Whoever mixed it's these so drums, smooth. these drums were recorded perfect. They've got like that old sound of like they're not in your face, but they're fucking clear. Like I can hear everything, and they sound good. Ugh. Snare drum sounds great. That little bell, a triangle. Triangle. I've played a triangle a few times in the band myself. Is that what you call your testicles when you stretch yes. them into a triangle shape? Yes. And hit it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> a little metal stick, and then I just verbally go, ting, 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 ting. ting. I go, ouch! You hit my balls, kid. Oh, that part rules, and I forget about it every time, and it hits me. A little keyboard. This song is smooth. How how quiet do you think he's actually singing here? He's probably in a real tight vocal booth with the microphone turned way up, and he's just like... It doesn't sound like he is a loud singer, that's for sure. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he projects very much. Might be why he sounds so smooth. Are they ringing it inside? Yeah, yeah, they were. Dinner's ready. Pancakes is ready. Pancakes is ready. What you swatting at? (laughs) Yeah, I... That's a really good song. That's a real smooth song. Mm -hmm. I love the way the inserts instruments... In each song, each song has had its own little, this weird, not weird necessarily, but like, for instance, the triangle on that one. Okay. We haven't heard a triangle that whole fucking time. Just that one. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to put triangle on this song. And then the next song be like, we're going to get this fucking clave in here. The clave? Yeah. The clavicle? Yep. The clavicle clave. It goes click, 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 boom, boom, boom. Spurt, what the, spurt, spurt. What the brick? What? Did you something fuck up? I said, what the brick? Oh. I thought I was rhyming with you. No, I wasn't paying attention. Mark, 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 mark. What the brick? So what I have here yeah. is a song that samples Eddie You Should Know Better. And we're going to listen to it right now. It is a song featuring Raw Digger. This is by Buster Rhymes called Better Stay Up In Your House. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you? Bring your nasty ass inside. <laughs> Bring your nasty. Come on, can't stop, won't stop. Wow, that changed. Does it come back? I don't know. That's funny because I have this album. Oh, right there. That's Raw Digga. It's going to kick in right here. I don't dislike this at all. Personally. You're a Buster Rhymes fan. I don't like all of this stuff, but I also do like... What were you gonna say? I uh, I like the song in general, like with it sampling. So I like the groove in general, and yeah. I do like his voice. Now, <laughs> it makes me laugh. At this moment in Busta Rhymes' career, do you think he definitely had plans to do karate in Halloween Eight Resurrection? <clears throat> do you know when that came out? <laughs> no. Halloween Resurrection. Like two thousand. We would have been in high school still, right? Or Resurrection? out? Resurrection? I'm, I'm guessing like... I'm thinking... I always think H2O, which, which has LL Cool J in it. Is, L, is H2O in 2002? One, I, don't, I don't know. When was that... What was that song? When did it come out? This came out in 2001, in November of 2001. Oh, it came out before Halloween 8 Resurrection, for sure. You want to know what song this has that's uh, popular? Uh, Do you know sure. the song Break Your Neck? By yeah, Busta Rhymes. Yeah. That's on it, I assume. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have it turned up. Sorry. So it was at the same time that happened. 2001 that came out? Yeah. Resurrection came out in 2002. So the exact same so time. He released this and then said, as he's leaving the studio, fellas, I got to go ruin a beloved franchise doing kung fu to michael myers do you think that that's i mean do you, you don't think that this would have been filmed before well who knows what the, the way that was. movie looks if they didn't film that in four days <laughs> <laughs> then jesus christ maybe it sat on a shelf for six years like it should have i don't know have i seen this one Rezzer, I don't know. It's horrible. I feel it's like fun you may to watch have watched it. it sucks. I may have seen it on in the background when you were watching it. They shot it. Michael in the dick with electricity. <laughs> oh. Zap. Oh, my God. Do you know how perfect that timing just was? That was crazy. <laughs> I couldn't do that if I wanted to. Sweet shit to in your shit you're a hip-hop fan. Like, the things you're doing right now... Break your neck. Like, you look comfortable dancing like that. And like, okay and not awkward and out of place. Like a if, weird white woman who doesn't no, know how No, to. no, you don't look like that. No, uh, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I would look very fucking awkward if in the middle of some, like, party, somebody was playing this and I just looked at somebody and rolled up my hands and <laughs> pumped up my shoulders like, yeah, y'all. Everybody would be like, eh, Sam's shitting on the music again. And they'd be like, no, guys, I'm serious. All right, Sam, we get it. No, dudes. Seriously, let's hit it. <laughs> All right, Sam, you're a fucking asshole. I don't think any of your friends like Busta Rhymes that much. Uh, Kirk would love that. Adam would love it. Hmm. Ken would like it. 
In fact, out of all my friends, I would be voted the one to like it the least. Really? But, but I enjoyed it. I like Buster Rhymes. I like his flow. I like the way his voice sounds. I think he has an I interesting like his style. Mouth move when he raps. He's got a big ass fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, it is. And a lot of energy, and it's yeah. very interesting. And his hair is always flopping around his fucking braids. His fucking braids. It's not even like big lips or anything. It's not like a racial. No, thing. he just it's has a large mouth. The cavernous mouth. It's huge. I don't have a very large mouth. He has his mouth is at least twice the size of my mouth. Oh, easily. It's in, insane. Easily. He could fit your head in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this part's the skinniest part of my body. All right. He'd be like, give me that head and check. Woo-ha! <laughs> Shove your give me that head and check. Shove your fucking Woo-ha. cranium in his gullet. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. All right. Let's listen to the next song. Uh, let's listen to No Thing On Me. Cocaine song. No, hang on. Me. Do you remember making an incredibly goofy fucking sound on the last podcast? Was it a reaction to something that made you laugh? Yeah, because I saw the picture, someone's picture on a website, and what happened? I don't know. You just made a funny sound. <laughs> you were oh, like, I also just remembered. I think you were supposed to ask people to like vote on something. Yeah, I have it written here, and I never did. I don't think anyone would answer. It's what does the E in Al Borland's name stand for? Oh, yeah. Alfred E. Borland. Edmund. Edgar? Oh, that wasn't... Edmund wasn't one of the ones earlier. I'm going to write it down, even though this is going to go nowhere. <laughs> what does that do? A never-growing lip. Uh-huh. Edmund, Edward, Edgar, Eugene, and Evelyn. Alfred Evelyn Borland. <laughs> Please tell me I made up that voice. I, I don't think I don't I don't know honestly. Ah! I accidentally just ripped the page off. Jesus Christ! Don't lose that. That's the Al Borland list. Al Borland's '90s grunge. I guess I could still put it up. The, you could. This album hasn't come out yet. You could, but should. So what do you think about this song, Sam? Uh, I think this song kicks ass. It's very happy. It's almost too happy, like for me. But there's so much soul in it. And I would like to point out the niche of this song is like those wind chime things. Every once in a while I hear it be like... (laughs) I really like it when they put in the grand piano sound too and it's not like the funk organ. Uh I love funk organs and like the... I can't remember what they're called. uh, Doesn't matter. But uh, I love when you hear the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what I was trying to think of. But... I love the classical piano sound. Oh, that's not a bell sound. It's the piano just doing that grand, like... Clavinet. That's what I was thinking of. Bernie Worrell loves the clavinet. All the classic stuff you like. Clavinet, baby. Hey, baby, why don't you show me your clavinet? Ah, my husband could never find my clavinet. What do you think of this song? I enjoy it. Does it stand out for you? I can see it being a backseat song. It is kind of, I mean, like, it's not bad at all. And I would never be like, this song sucks. But it just doesn't really pull me as much. Backseat song. It's almost like a little too... 
It's almost like the poppiest song on this, I guess. I would I would say so, by far. So, yeah, it's not a bad song, but it's just not... It's not a song I would listen to cocaine on. <laughs> Is that how you're judging all songs now? And this song's called Cocaine Song, parenthetically. Oh, I forgot. It's fine. I didn't. I assumed you didn't remember. Missed that joke. Things are flying over my head constantly. <laughs> it's fine. Because you're uh, you're back and beyond, aren't you? <laughs> Almost makes me want so to take another break again. So my I'm so dab I got my own. <laughs> so dab that I can't see my life. You want me to tell you a funny Mel story? I think it's funny. I really do. I think Mel should come on here at some point. All right, soon. I'll get Mel on. We need Mel on. All right, Mel on. <laughs> we can watch. So he shaved his own. He buzzed his own head, right? Okay. He went to a wedding on Saturday, so he buzzed his head Saturday. Okay. Comes into work Monday. Walks in. Walks to his toolbox. Very first thing I see. Hey, Mel. Did you miss a huge fucking spot on the top of your head? What? Come here. I look. There's a spot like an inch round. With hairs half an inch long that he fucking missed completely. And no one told him? No one told him. I'm like, dude, you gotta get somebody to check your head. And he goes... I was like, uh, I said, you gotta get your mom to check your fucking head. And he said, she did. <laughs> so this fucking idiot <laughs> went to a wedding with oh. this huge spot that I guess nobody noticed or just didn't tell him. It was the first goddamn thing I saw. Do you think his family thinks that he's retarded and they just expect it? <laughs> well, his family wasn't there. <laughs> just his mom. He just went to a wedding of a friend. So do you think his mom's retarded? We're not supposed to say that word anymore, Michelle. It's butarded. <laughs> it's butarded. Yeah. No, but God, I hope he doesn't hear this. I honestly thought he was when he first started. <laughs> so much so, I asked Senor Boss, hey, do you think Mel's a little... Uh, <laughs> Mel looks like he could be Brian Postane's little brother. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I no longer think that of Mel. I think the world of Mel. Mel's funny. But at the same time... Of course. You hate him? Fuck you, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mel. I will get him on. You know I will what? get him on. I will get him on, and we're going to do the Wings podcast, and we're going to do the Dragon Ball Z podcast. Oh, my goodness. You know what's interesting that I keep thinking about saying something about but i haven't you know how you moved to that fuck you mel thing that jimmy made yes out and then my our nieces hung out <laughs> yeah that's right no one said anything about it but there's no way they didn't see it they know we're fucking oh they do strange but to have a big sign up that and, says fuck you mel <laughs> and the oldest one has like like in her profile it says something like i never learned how to fucking read or something like oh, that oh yeah that's the girl mm-hmm. she yeah. shows stuff like so that she's she's gonna be exactly like us probably so hopefully she's good all right so i want to play that that song is no thing on me i want to play a song that samples that okay called no thang on me no thang no thang okay this song is by snoop dogg beautiful featuring bootsy collins ah even better bootsy doing some <laughs> Curtis? 
With Snoop. Kurt Mayfield and Boot Collins? I've been around the world and aye, aye, aye. Does anybody call him Boot Collins for short? Hey, Boot, how you doing? His uncle did. Hey, Boot, get over here. Pulling up his anus. Share the same tears and die over the years. So, I'm just going to be thankful to get what I got and hold on to what I have. Can you dig that? How was it sing it, Snoop? I can dig it, Snoop. He's not singing. Speak it, Snoop. That's Snoop doing that, isn't it? Is it? Sounds like it. I know, it's got a, his tone to it. His timber. That, I mean, that doesn't sound like Boots, eh? No. But I've never heard... Is he just doing the song? I love it so far, by the way. He's doing a good job. It's yeah. all smooth, but... No, but it's got that Snoop feel where it's like laid back party. Just I've smoked 48 blunts today. Yeah. <laughs> that was Bootsy. That was definitely Bootsy. So I guess it is just the song. I didn't realize he is basically just doing the song and it's singing great. it. I love it. He's singing it. I'm all about it. Yeah. Oh my god, this he is did it. Good. He did it. Oh, that was great. No book, no thing on me. This is the shit. We're not. We're like about halfway through the song, so Bootsy's gonna do something. I know. I don't want to stop listening to it. I. I. Me neither. So sorry, guys. I hope <laughs> we're listening to the whole thing. I mean, it's basically the same song, but Snoop Dogg's version. And it was like shivery breaks because he's not really a singer. Yeah, but it's. I enjoy but it, it, it. works. Yeah. yeah. It's not like he's missing notes or anything. It could be way worse. He keep he's squeaking a little bit, but he's still. Yeah. I had to make peace with myself. Here we go. Oh, you did. I've been getting high for the what last past 15, 20 years. Okay. So I told myself, I want to see what it feels like yeah. to be high for life. Uh-huh. And I mean, man, I tell you, it feels real good. You know, coaching the little kids out there on the football field, yeah. doing my thug fizzle still. But you know, yeah. just being high for life. Is you know, doing good stuff. While on the cover, he's holding a roll of money and his hand is on some lady's ass. <laughs> I know, he's still getting his thug fizzle on or whatever he said. There's not much Bootsy happening. I no. kind of expected more Bootsy. I definitely wanted more Bootsy, especially in the way of, and I'm here. <laughs> I wonder if he planned on doing more to it, but he didn't know what to do. And then Bootsy was like available and he was like, hey, can you just ad lib on this? Come in here and go, yeah. Just do your thing, Bootsy. Just do your thing. Okay. I'm here. I bet they cut a lot out. Baby mama. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. Unless they added at the end. We have a, less than a minute now. And it's my rubber band. Wow, <laughs> I've grown tired of it. (laughs) 
I'm just waiting to see if Bootsy's gonna do something at the end. Just at the end, he's gonna be if like. He's just gonna let Bootsy go at the end. At the end, he's just gonna be like, hey, fuck all stars, baby. Uh huh. Like, like How old DB know? would do at the end of a song. Casper. They call me Casper. Not the friendly ghost, but the holy ghost. I overloaded the mic on that one. Yeah. yeah, no boots. I mean, some boots, but not enough boots. Boot, where were you? You let Snoop take over. Sorry, Snoo. You let Snoo take over. <laughs> nope. Little boot, a lot of Snoo. Yeah. I need more boot, less Snoo. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. It's fun to do the Bootsy Collins. I oh, suggest yeah. I walk down the street and just yell at people, do the Bootsy Collins. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious if that was true. Should I just make a video now? Of people running up to people. Do the Bootsy Collins. Yeah. You have to be like playing it from your phone, but then dub it over or something. I don't know how you do that. Oh, no. This is Tech Talk. That's for later. Yeah, this is secretive. Yep. Tech right. Talk is secretive stuff. Let's get back to this album. We've barely ta- not talked about the album, Sam. I know. I, I just can't go let a dog out still, so I'm kind of anxious. Okay, well, we don't... I, I apologize. We only have two songs left. Okay, Let's great. listen to Think, which is an instrumental, but it is a full-length song. It almost sounded like another bridge there for a second. Just for, like, the middle second. I, uh... I really like this song. It's very like happy and very in the air kind of, but I'm a guitar player and there's some really good guitar playing going on right here. Yeah. It almost sounds like a lullaby. Not anymore, but it did in the beginning. The drums changed it. It's almost like a rock and roll lullaby for kids. Here's my rock and roll alibi. What's this song called? I never Think. know titles. Think? Is that like a clarinet? It sounds similar to a clarinet. I think so. You, you're probably way better at identifying... Sound like a woodwind. Sounds like it's a reeded sound. Not like a trumpet or a horn. It doesn't sound like a saxophone, does it? Maybe it is. I don't think so. Doesn't really sound like a clarinet that much either. It sounds like a reeded woodwind instrument. I remember I used to have to buy. I played saxophone for a year. Fuck, I wish I stuck with it. In addition to something else or solo? Like, you didn't play this in addition to percussion? No, I was in band first in middle school uh, as a saxophone player. Yeah. And I wish I would have stuck with it. Okay, this sounds like SNL is ending right now. Uh huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Stay safe out there. I want to thank my guest. Tonight, we had Sade. Thank you, everyone. Get up for Sade. Thank you for stopping by, Michael Jordan. Thank you, Alec Baldwin, once again. <laughs> You're always here. We can't seem to get you to leave. We've shown you the door, the door multiple times. It's just 
once again right there. Uh, we point out the exits every time. We've told you that we've run out of orange makeup, but you still always somehow find something orange to put on your face. Which, by the way, we have noticed... Oranges have gone missing, so if you're somehow making makeup from an orange rind peel, I don't... I mean, it's amazing, but you gotta stop. We're trying to eat these oranges. I assume so. It's like when a child takes a dandelion and rubs it on their skin and says, Look, it's yellow. Are you doing that, Mr. Baldwin? Be Mr. Baldwin. <laughs> Michelle, please do your impression of oh Alec Baldwin. Oh my God. <laughs> I, oh God, I have to really think. I'm trying to, like, pinpoint an Alec Baldwin. I feel like the main Alec Baldwin in my head is him doing Trump. Right? It's hard. I don't think I have an Alec Baldwin. So I'm going to go ahead and just... This song's almost done yeah, anyway. Fine. I went ahead and took it out. I I don't think I can do an Alec Baldwin. So I think what I'm going to have to do... Is pull Alec Baldwin up. Okay. And what I would like to do. Are we gonna just try and mimic? Let's see what what can I pull out? Well, let's see what what Alec Baldwin can I do? You're a little pig. <laughs> you little, <laughs> you dirty little pig. Call, I stop whatever I'm doing, and I go and I make that phone call at 11 o'clock in the morning in New York, and if you don't pick up the phone at 10 o'clock at night, and you don't even have that goddamn phone turned on, I want you to know something, okay? Uh, I, I'm tired of playing I've this never listened to this. I'm leaving this message with you to tell you, you have insulted me for the last time. You have insulted me for the last time. I don't, he has no like super discernible voice like, characteristic. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on the phone call. If you're gonna do it now, like Baldwin, I think it's more like this. Because he's. I don't give a damn that you're 12 years old or 11 years old. I don't know how old you are. I don't give a damn. Listen up, Lemon. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't give a damn. That's current. You little piggy. <laughs> You're 11 or 12. <laughs> For some reason, I keep mixing it up with that cheeseburger video with David Hassel. <laughs> no, he calls her a pig. and my head was somehow half the size it is now. I'm assuming alcohol blows your head up. I guess so. Give me some of that bourbon. Listen up, Lemon. Give me that bourbon. Okay, we have one last song. This is the title track. This is the second and final <laughs> single off of the album. It is super fly. Listen up, Mayfield. Give me the song. 
song sounds so good. Oh yeah. See, and this song's kitsch is the t- the, the tunable roto toms. Someone, someone's review of this can, called this song. They said it was a, a blatant parody of Shaft that came out the previous year. Like it, I don't know that I I hear that. No, I don't hear a parody of Shaft. I just hear music. Yeah, because I feel like that it's almost like someone trying to cut cut this short, and I don't think it deserves that no. jab. No. This is a goddamn classic song. They weren't necessarily saying it was bad. They were just saying that it was, like, obviously a parody. And I don't know. Maybe, this, maybe that was more of the idea when it came out, because people were, like, we already saw Shaft. Yeah. So I don't know. I did say that I thought that, uh, the movie was just Shaft. That Superfly was Shaft? I thought it was de- like a black de- detective like Shaft. You're gonna make your fortune bye-bye. But if you lose for the rest, no questions why. This is a good song. Oh, yeah. This is a song that I heard a lot growing up. It would be on, like, front compilation albums. Yeah. The bongos are fucking awesome in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're really nice. Whoever's playing them is fucking killing it. This yeah, never let me down like the way the you play those comments. Coincidentally, my Alec Baldwin seems to be my Clint Eastwood, too. Ask yourself this way, too. Did he shoot five? Did he Listen shoot here, six? Listen here, pigfucker. <laughs> It also sounds like me, myself, and Irene. Listen here, pig fucker. Someone's got a little extra cheese on the taco. <laughs> That's good. I like it. And it's one step removed from my Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> you just gotta add a little hilt on it, and it goes a little something. Maybe that was I like his, this. Maybe that was his inspiration. Hello, mommy. I'm Ronald Reagan. For Hank? What's going on? I was president before that. Ooh, I was an actor. I would say hello. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Listen up, I'm Grinny Foot. You feel a lucky punk? Extra cheese on the taco. Lemon. <laughs> Lemon. Lemon. I am Alec Bowman. love to see a band do this. I, I mean, I would lose my shit if they played any Curtis Mayfield song, but I think like this song live. Like a full band? Yeah, like a full cover band that just plays for the night, you know? Someone actually doing it, it justice. Like with horns and everything. Like they've yeah. just been playing. That'd be great. Is all night. I would, oh, it'd be great. Those horns. Like the bass player comes out and sings the song because he's got some angelic high singing voice. Oh. Well, I mean, if they don't have anyone, they could always ask you to fill in. Me? You want you want to do? It, you want me to do it right now? My sure. angelic voice. You know, was, is the line trying to get over? Right. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get over. <clears throat> 
Trying to get over. Listen here, pumpkin tits. Trying to listen here, pumpkin tits. <laughs> All right, we're officially done with the album. And we're officially fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... that's I, th- we, I think we tried to establish that in the beginning. Yay. We are officially to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over some questions. Clint Eastwood beatbox. I got questions. Punk. Make America great. I got questions. Punk. Mike Pence. Keep America great. Keep America great. It's such a weird fucking phrase. Like, what? It was great? What's weird is... When did it become great? I don't remember the official banner being flown. It's coming in and saying America is not great. <laughs> and then... and then, This place is a shithole. Hey, I got it. <laughs> but then and if anyone criticizes it, that's wrong because we're the best. It's so weird. It's a very weird thing. And we need to... Because it can only be great right now. When our deficit is higher, when people have been given very little money to help stimulate the economy gave it back a great i do the best job the greatest job let's see four more terms i'm gonna have my head removed and put on a robot's body but the best body we got the best robot bodies proud boys are talking about doing some uh some violent things if trump loses so we'll see what happens they're are you serious they're standing by <laughs> what uh-huh <laughs> Oh God! I haven't tried this in a while. Fafa, Fafa. <laughs> you trying to do the horn? Fafa, Fafa, Fafa. <laughs> I can't. I was getting close. Fafa. <laughs> I have to do it with my hand for some reason, like I'm yeah, squeezing you're something. You're right, you do. <clears throat> Fafa, Fafa, Fafa. <laughs> it's stupid. I'm sorry. It probably sounds terrible. It was a good time. Okay, it was, it, a good time. It was good for no one. So, all right. Me, Looking forward to that Proud Boys violence. Let's keep talking. <laughs> Uh, okay, Questions. so right. why Questions. did I choose this? I chose this because I knew it was something that we both enjoy. Yeah. It's a goddamn good album, and I felt like I had been waiting for you to give it to me. Never would have thought of it. But for some reason, you would—you never think of the other things other than Metallica yep. that you listen to, and I don't ever understand that. And I don't listen to Metallica ever. I know, but thats you said that's always the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> yes. So what do I think you thought when I gave it to you? fucking a man not even easy peasy but i think that you were looking forward to it because you like this album yeah oh, it, was, it was easy peasy lemon squeezy is that your judgment prior to listening to it easy peasy lemon squeezy we're throwing a lemon squeezy in we're throwing not only a lemon squeezy we're also gonna throw uh, in a mr feeney <laughs> yes easy peasy lemon squeezy mr feeney didn't rhyme at all, but it's in. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy, which makes no goddamn sense. Uh, Mr. Feeney. That has the yes. same sort of situation happening. Um, how many times did you listen to this? I think I might even add it to Panga at the end there. What? Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about Topanga. What? How many times did you listen to this creep? I never liked Topanga. Uh, I only listened to this. It's weird because your ex-girlfriend had a Topanga thing about her. You listened to it twice. Yeah, I listened to it twice. Okay, I got about recently though. I was, I was, I wasn't. 
I was feeling it out to see when we were going to record, and then I was going to do the last minute, and that's exactly what I did. And boy, did I have a good time. The two times, you had a good time. Good times. And I I listened, I'm not, it was either three and a half or four and a half times. I can't remember, but that's what I'm saying. Um, so as far as least and most favorite songs, I really, I mean, this is tough. I mean, for you. Oh, to guess? My guess, even though I'm assuming it's wrong, even though you were like throwing shit at me real hard with it, I'm saying give me your love. No, there's another one that gets uh, more monotonous for me. Oh, um, can, is that no thing on me? Nope, it is think. I really like the song, but just that. This song, this part in particular, is what makes it sound so cheesy to me. Yep. I like it, but it's it's just, for me, it's the... It's the zone out moment, the hardest of the whole album. I can, like, I'll concentrate on something completely different. But if Superfly kicks in, like, at the beginning, or Freddy's Dead or something, I could be doing anything, and all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, what do you think my least favorite song is? Uh, I think your least favorite song is probably, this was hard for me, too, but I think I'm going to go with. Shouldn't be too hard. Why is it the same? <laughs> think. I I didn't want to choose it because I was like, eh, it's probably not the same, but it made the most sense. What was the second one? Give me your love. My second what? Least favorite would it have been? Give me your love. <clears throat> I really like that song. Give me your love. Give me your love. I think it doesn't help that Think is um, instrumental, too. I wasn't really sure. I, I originally put No Thing on Me down because that song gets kind of monotonous for me. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely worse songs than that on the album. And Think is that for me. Um, your most favorite song. Okay, <clears throat> let's see what you got. Please lay it on me. So <clears throat> I feel like I'm, I'm unsure with this, but I'm going to say my guess because I'm not confident at all. Is Freddy's dead? That's what I said? This was very hard, but I'm not going with Freddy's dead. I think I have to give it... See, there was a top three tie. The top three tie was Freddy's dead, coming in at a second, super fly, and coming in at a hot number one for Sam, which is me. Pusher man. Fucking... That song... Right Those. here. The drums. Yeah, it's the, I'm pretty sure that's a rototom. It's a drum that you twist. I might be wrong. It's what they're using, but it's a drum that you twist. You can turn it, and it loosens the tension on the head. Okay, I've so seen that. So that's how they're getting that. Or they just loosen the head as they do. I don't know. But yeah, this song. For me, it epitomizes this whole album. It's got everything I love about it. The smooth voice. Great groove. The snare drum is upbeat, and I love the way it sounds. And he's got some uh, unconventional things to say. Yeah. And that I love. I'm your pusher man. All right. <laughs> it's a very Great. good song. It's absolutely wonderful. Yes. All right. What do you think my face, my, my face is, for its songs is? This is so fucking hard, but I think I'm going to have to go with Superfly. Really? Yeah. That's interesting because it's correct. Oh, I nailed it. What do you think it was about... I mean, why did you choose this? 
I think it has the most boisterous uh, horns to it without being cheesy. It's got a real good groove. It's got more soul to it, I think, which I know is really your bag. And his vocals, I think, on this song go all over. Like he's not just doing the breathy, smooth highs. He's everywhere. And it, it's it's literally a millet. Like, I could have said this yesterday. It was my favorite song on the South. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing song. And I, I didn't know what I was going to go with, but this song is just so classic and good. Oh, and yeah. it's... Especially that part. Oh, super flat. And those horns are building up. Yeah, it's it's very good. So now, how old was I when I first started listening to this? It was. It's been since I've been with you. I don't know how long it's been, but it was early on, I would say. Um, I originally liked it very much. It was very much up my alley. This is the type of shit that I'm into. And so if it was early in our relationship, it was probably nice to have something that you like knew for sure we could share. <laughs> yeah. There weren't a lot of things musically that I was aware of that we shared, but I knew Michael Jackson was one of them. And then we started branching into like P-Funk and different things. So it's it's pretty nice. And you gave me Led Zeppelin. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, even though it's weird because you hear it, but you had a, like a different attitude towards it. I had a different attitude because... Stairway to Heaven. I need albums. <laughs> it turns out I need albums. That makes sense. I need to listen to the album and I'll make my decision. That makes sense. Uh, would I recommend this album today? <laughs> Absolutely. Like hands down. Oh yeah. Like I don't I don't know that Anybody. I would even say I don't care who you are. Yeah, I don't I I don't know I'd be like this certain person, I'd just be like, This album's good. Mm-hmm. If you don't it, like it, I'd that's give it your to, problem. I'd give it to my nephew, I'd give it to Robert, I'd give it to my <laughs> mom, I'd give it to Ad, I'd give it to anybody. Uh-huh. It's, it's fucking a killer album. Yeah, it's good stuff. And I mean, of course, did you like this? Would you listen to it again? I fucking hated it and I'll never listen to it ever again. I am going to go melt my vinyl uh, copy of it. I don't know that you have ever lighter. even opened it and listened to it. I think mm. I think it may still be in the plastic wrapping. So speaking of still in the plastic wrapping, Mel gave me three of his Japanese comic books, manga comic books. Okay. Not MAGA, manga. Uh... One of them is still plastic wrapped. I'm thinking about... I haven't read them. They've been sitting in the same spot since they gave them to me, I don't know, two months ago. Like gave them or, or lent them? He was like, them. here, read these. I didn't ask him for them. He just did it. So did, are, are they being lent to you? Yeah, I'm supposed to give them back. Okay. So I'm thinking about giving them back. Being like, oh man, thanks. They were a really good read, but leaving the ones still in the plastic wrap, so it's obvious I didn't fucking read. You should be like, that one was my favorite. Yeah. Like, like figure out yeah, what the title is. Yeah, three was great, man. Uh-huh. It was my favorite. Okay. Um, so we are finished. Uh, the next episode, we are going to have a guest on. We're going to have Zach attack oh, yeah, back on. It is guest Zach time. is back, and he has given us a fish album. Hey, if he's back, is that a Zach's back attack? Yeah, Zach attack is back. Zack attack, back attack? We gotta ah! punch him in the sack. Yeah, I'll put it in my mouth and jiggle it around like water. <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Let's move on. I think it, <laughs> it was pretty clear over here. <laughs> All right, so we have the album A Picture of Nectar by Fish. That is what... what? What's it called? A Picture of Nectar. Oh, boy. What's he coming over? 
I don't, we haven't discussed it, but it's this weekend sometime. Okay. So thank you, everyone, for listening, of course. We appreciate it very much. We yeah. Lo- we love you. We really do. We want to hold you like babies if and you are swaddle a, you. If and you've been a long-time listener, seriously, thanks. It's weird. We appreciate it You can start your sure. own podcast and talk like fucking morons. Wow, what is this? Beastie Boys, Eggman. This is the shit. I should start listening to the Beastie Boys because I have a feeling I would love it now. Some I always I did. I always did. Kind of. I mean, there are songs I like, but you want to know who I've been listening to lately, which who? is surprising. Who? And it turns out I enjoy them very much. I gotta know. Tell me. The Wu Tang Clan. Nice. <laughs> Down with the ODB, huh? I am apparently a Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. <laughs> Late Wu Tang Clan fan. That's what nice. I meant to say. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna listen to some fish. And uh, Shallow and Monk Huh? Is that what Wu-Tang calls themselves? The Shaolin Monks? Oh, I don't know I haven't gone that far Alright, sorry Alright, well thanks guys, goodbye Bye